Welcome to the Positivity Podcast. I'm your host, Anna. Each week, we discuss tips and techniques for using positivity to improve our mindset and accomplish our goals. Today's episode is sponsored by SelfPause, our favorite app for affirmations. SelfPause lets you write and record your own affirmations as well as listen to hundreds of positive affirmation meditations. So make sure you download the SelfPause app today to increase your positivity with affirmations. Positivity is often seen as a key ingredient to happiness and success. The idea that you can achieve anything if you just think positive thoughts and surround yourself with positive people is a popular one. But when positivity turns toxic, it can actually do more harm than good. One of the main problems with toxic positivity is that it can make people feel guilty or ashamed for feeling negative emotions. It can create a culture where people feel like they have to put on a happy face all the time, even when they are struggling with difficult emotions. This can lead to people bottling up their feelings and not seeking the help they need. Another problem with toxic positivity is that it can make it difficult for people to process and learn from negative experiences. If people are constantly told to look on the bright side, they may not take the time to reflect on what went wrong and how to improve. This can lead to repeating the same mistakes over and over again. Toxic positivity can also create unrealistic expectations. When people are always told that they can achieve anything if they just think positive thoughts, they may set unrealistic goals for themselves and become disappointed when they don't reach them. This can lead to feelings of failure and low self-esteem. So how can we tell the difference between healthy positivity and toxic positivity? One key difference is that healthy positivity allows for the full range of human emotions. It doesn't require people to suppress or ignore negative emotions, but rather to process and learn from them. Healthy positivity also encourages realistic goal-setting and self-care. Another key difference is that healthy positivity is grounded in reality. It doesn't encourage people to ignore problems or difficulties, but rather to face them head-on and find ways to work through them. On the other hand, Toxic positivity can create an illusion of a perfect world and make it difficult for people to cope with the difficulties that inevitably arise. One way to combat toxic positivity is to practice mindfulness and self-compassion. Mindfulness is the practice of being present and aware of your thoughts and feelings in the moment. Self-compassion is the practice of treating yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would show to a friend. Both mindfulness and self-compassion can help you to be more aware of your own thoughts and feelings and to respond to them in a healthy way. Another way to combat toxic positivity is to surround yourself with people who are supportive and understanding. This can mean seeking out friends and family members who are willing to listen and offer support, or finding a therapist or counselor who can help you work through difficult emotions. Joining a support group or a community of people who are going through similar experiences can also be helpful. Ultimately, positivity is an important part of life. But it's important to remember that positivity doesn't mean ignoring or suppressing negative emotions. Instead, it's about finding a balance between acknowledging and processing negative emotions, while also working towards a more positive outlook. Being mindful and self-compassionate and surrounding yourself with supportive people can help you to find that balance. Another important aspect to consider is how toxic positivity can manifest in different situations, such as in the workplace. A toxic work environment can be created when a manager or employer expects employees to always be positive and enthusiastic, even in the face of challenging tasks or difficult colleagues. This can lead to burnout, resentment, and a lack of motivation among employees. In addition, 
Toxic positivity can also be seen in social media where people are often encouraged to present an idealized version of themselves and their lives. This can create feelings of inadequacy and low self-esteem among those who see these images and believe that they are not living up to the same standards. It is important to understand that positivity is not always the solution, and it should not be used as a way to dismiss or invalidate someone's feelings. Being supportive and understanding when someone is going through a tough time, rather than trying to cheer them up or make them see the bright side, can be more helpful in the long run. Another way to combat toxic positivity is to promote a culture of open and honest communication, where people feel comfortable sharing their thoughts and feelings without fear of judgment. This could be done through regular team meetings, one-on-one -on -one conversations, or through an open-door policy where employees feel comfortable approaching their manager or supervisor with any concerns or issues they may be facing. In conclusion, positivity is a valuable tool in life, but it is important to understand that it can turn toxic when it is used to suppress or ignore negative emotions. By promoting mindfulness, self-compassion, and open communication, and surrounding ourselves with supportive people, we can find a balance between positivity and realism and create a healthier and more fulfilling life. You've been listening to the Positivity Podcast. It would mean the world to us if you rated our podcast. Also, make sure to download the Self-Pause Affirmation app to get started with positivity and affirmations. Thank you.